The government is putting money into science to tell it how many billions of dollars the country is going to have to spend to protect against the next weather event. Research, Science and Innovation Minister Dr Aisha Verrill was in cyclone-devastated Hawke's Bay today to announce the $10.8 million fund. Ruth Hill reports. Lucky to be alive, but stuck in limbo. That's how Esk Valley resident and business owner Katrina Harris describes her life in the wake of Cyclone Gabriel. The family lost everything but their lives and the sodden clothes on their backs when a wave of water two metres high slammed into their home. Three years of working seven days a week to build their business, the dog kennel and daycare service, all swept away. We go back now and we look at it as just total destruction and then we think, how the hell did we survive this? But... We did, we did, and, you know, there were others that weren't so fortunate. The house has been red-stickered, but was deemed too dangerous for council staff to actually get close enough to put a physical sticker on it. It's full of silt and has slid off its foundations, and it's slated to be bulldozed. Mrs Harris says they don't know whether they'll be allowed to rebuild or whether the land will be red-zoned. But the insurers have also told us if we did build there again, they wouldn't um, insure us for floods again so we really don't know um, like a lot of other people it's just a waiting game to see what they're going to do Visiting S Valley the Minister Aisha Verrill says the research fund will help lay the groundwork for the recovery she says good science can tell us what we're dealing with where roads need to go and where it's safe to rebuild Decisions about where we rebuild or if people move are, are complex what we can do in the science system is make sure people have the best information for making those, those decisions, and that's an important part of my role. Of the $10.8 million fund, more than half has already been allocated to projects involving nine research institutes. Just under $2 million has been ring-fenced to enable Māori communities to access science services to support decision-making. Niwa Natural Hazards and Hydrodynamic Scientist Graham Smart says scientists can provide the data, but then it's up to councils and government to decide what to do about it. Unless you have a sort of... Uh dictatorial political system you can't just bulldoze people out of the way and it's a long process and so in the shorter term we have to look at first of all giving good advice as to where where the threats are secondly how do we make the people safer Dr Smart says that's going to involve early warning systems and tough long-term decisions including managed retreat the state's natural disaster insurer, Tokotuaaki EQC, has welcomed the extra research funding. Its chief resilience and research officer, Dr Joe Horrocks, warns, however, that houses are still being built on floodplains, close to cliff edges, at sea level or on highly liquefiable land. Councils are faced with so many different competing priorities and pressure from some quarters, from developers and indeed from other government priorities around housing supply, which, you know, we know is needed in this country, but it's forcing councils often into allowing development in some less than awesome places. Dr Horrocks says while the memory of the cyclone and floods are fresh, people will forget. She says that's why we need legislative change to ban building in high-risk areas.